Umam Live. Hello everyone, this is Anshik, back again with an episode. This episode is going to be all about WandaVision. I'll be giving you some low-key spoilers, so nothing too major, but this is going to be more about what you need to watch, just so that you're up to speed with what's happening in WandaVision. So basically, it's a basic refresher course for you, just so that you're up to speed and you're not completely lost with what's happening. And in the end, that'll be a bit, that'll be the spoiler heavy part of this episode is when I'll give my predictions for who exactly the antagonists are for on the show, because I believe that there are, there isn't one antagonist, there are a couple of them and all of them are really important because I feel that this particular show sets up a couple of major movies one being Doctor Strange 2 which is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness which will also have Wanda Maximoff on it and the other movie being Captain Marvel 2. So Wanda Vision what is it all about? Well it's about Wanda Maximoff and Vision. It takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame so you do have to watch the Avengers movies of course so if you watch the Avengers movies, you're also have you're also going to have to watch Avengers: Age of Ultron. That's when Wanda Maximoff and Pietro Maximoff showed up on the MCU and had more screen timing. Now again, I'll admit it, they first showed up on Winter Soldier. So Captain America: Winter Soldier, watch that, and then watch the end credit scene, and that's when we are introduced to Wanda Maximoff and Pietro Maximoff, and then you watch Avengers: Age of Ultron. And that's when, and that movie also introduces us to Vision because he was created in that movie. So you get Vision and you get Wanda and Pietro in that movie. And even though that movie is, in my opinion, one of the worst Avengers movies ever made, it's still very important for this show. So you need to watch that. Once you watch that, I feel even if you skip a couple of the other ones, it's fine. But you can't skip Captain America Civil War because that's when you see Wanda Maximoff bonding with Vision. That's a really important movie when you talk about their relationship because that's sort of how it kicks off and it fully materializes into a relationship when you get to Avengers Infinity War because in Avengers Infinity War, they're living together in a completely different country, can't recall the name of the country off the top of my head. And they're together and then once you watch Age of Ultron, you realize that the Infinity Stones, which are a major theme across the MCU up until the point of Endgame, Vision holds the Mind Stone, which is one of the Infinity Stones, and he he was created from it. So that's why Vision is such an important character in Infinity War. He just becomes a very, very, very important character in, in Infinity War. Not that he wasn't as important in the previous movies, but in Infinity War in particular, there is more to him. And everyone's trying to protect him because the main antagonist of the MCU, which is Thanos, was coming for him because he wanted the Mind Stone, which... Vision had on his forehead. So once you watch Infinity War, you obviously have to watch Endgame because you just can't do without it. And Wonder Vision is right after the events of Infinity War and Endgame. Once you watch that, boom, you're into Wonder Vision. Now that's some of the movies that you have to watch. But we're not done yet. You still have to watch a couple of other movies. Now these movies weren't a part of the MCU, but they are equally important to be watched. You start off the first one being X Men: Days of Future Past. Now 
why X-Men? Because if you've done your R&D, X-Men's no, X-Men wasn't a part of, of Disney up until a couple of years ago when Disney acquired Fox and all of their assets. So, but you still need to watch X-Men Days of Future Past. And then you need to watch X-Men Apocalypse. And what was the other one? Oh, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, but Dark Phoenix is shit. So even if you don't watch Dark Phoenix, it's fine. But X-Men Apocalypse and Days of Future Past are really important movies because they'll introduce you to to X-Men's version of Quicksilver, aka Pietro Maximoff. So they're two Quicksilvers. And interestingly enough, both of them, so Evan Peters played Quicksilver in the X-Men movies and Aaron Taylor-Johnson played Quicksilver in the MCU movies. Both of them starred in this movie called Kick-Ass. They were, they were friends in that movie and it's interesting how both of them ended up playing the same character but in different movie franchises and different universes. Okay, so once you watch those movies, you then cut to WandaVision. Now, I'll admit it, the first two episodes of WandaVision are really boring. I wasn't invested. The only reason why I stuck around was because I wanted to get the answer to how Vision was alive. Because watch Infinity War. Now, I can't do without spoiling that movie. I'm sorry. If you haven't watched it, just too bad. But Infinity War is when Thanos successfully gets the Mind Stone off of Vision by killing him. So he basically dies in that movie and in WandaVision, which is which takes place after the events of Endgame, he's alive all of a sudden. And a couple of episodes later into the series, I'm still talking about WandaVision, you realize that he is after all dead. And this is a weekend at Bernie's kind of a situation where Wanda is basically keeping him alive by using her powers. But that's there's this one scene in particular where you see his dead corpse and ah oh, that, that that was the scariest shit I've ever seen in the MCU because oh god that was such a that that, that was that one particular scene marked a complete tectonic shift from what Marvel's been used to doing and what Marvel's going for now because that gives it a very very dark tone because Marvel movies are known for jokes and Wonder- and don't get me wrong, WandaVision still has those jokes, but that one particular scene, and then again, from last week's episode, where we see uh, Quicksilver's corpse, it's a really exciting direction that they're taking, and we're not used to seeing that. It's just their way of sort of being true to what they've done in the comic, so I, I absolutely loved it. So so last to last week's episode of WandaVision, in the end, we see a very massive twist, a massive surprise and now that's alluding to the X-Men movies, which is Evan Peters showed up on WandaVision. Evan Peters, again, played Quicksilver in a different movie franchise. And now all of a sudden he's on he's in an MCU show. So that took people by surprise. And ah, that was a welcome addition, to be honest. But from watching the last episode, I mean, which came out on this Saturday, I don't think that that is Quicksilver from the X-Men movies. So Quicksilver shows up out of thin air on an MCU show. X-Men Quicksilver shows up on an MCU show. And that just makes that and you just start wondering that okay, other mutants are coming. This is how everyone's gonna arrive. This is MCU's way of introducing um, mutants into the show. And yes, that is a possibility. However, I feel that this Quicksilver, he's 
he is one of the antagonists of the show now th- this was leaked a long time back this was leaked 2 weeks ago uh, the ha- the halloween scene from last week's episode where uh, he says that it's not like your dead husband can die twice and so i knew that okay quicksilver is here and if you google wonder vision during that time 2 weeks back even even peters was listed as one of the primary cast members of the show but from watching last week's episode what i realized is that this quicksilver knows a lot of things that a lot of people who are there in that reality don't he knows that vision is dead and a lot of other people a lot of the other normal people don't in there yes given the fact that they are controlled by wonder but whoever comes into that reality is controlled by wonder even vision is so and vision himself doesn't know that he's dead so how is this version of quicksilver aware of the fact that vision was dead because he makes this remark that oh it's not like your dead husband can die twice and she just snaps but that one scene was a big giveaway that he may not be who he says he is and again we also see in the we also see in the episode that he's a corpse which is being reanimated by wonder but again the, he the some of the questions that he asked wonder during that uh, during that scene where they're near the theater and they're just talking about their childhood memories but then he goes uh, okay how did you end up doing this and then he's just trying to coax her into giving him giving him more information about this reality because he goes oh i'm your brother i knew you needed me so i just came on uh you can trust me and you you can tell me everything about this so that's one giveaway that he is one of the antagonists i think he was i think he's someone who was brought to life by wanda because she was hurting and i think this was manipulated this whole thing has been orchestrated by this by katherine hans character agnes who i think is who i think is the mcu version of agatha harkness and you can google who agatha harkness is because agatha harkness and wonder have a really important connection with one another in the comics so that's one thing so now that i'm talking about villains i guess i should talk about the and who i think are the antagonists do i think wonder is one of the antagonists kind of i think that she doesn't know how this ended up happening but i think that the fact that she's controlling all of this kind of makes her the antagonist because we saw that she extended the boundaries of westview in the final moments of the last episode so that does invariably make her one of the uh, antagonists i think as i said agatha harkness is the other antagonist on the show even though she played dumb when uh, when she had that interaction with vision when she was logged into a state of trance in her car so i think that Yes, she is a villain. She was just playing dumb because Vision was there. So that's the second antagonist. Do I think Mephisto exists in that MCU? I absolutely do. Because the fact that they're two kids, Wanda's kids, and they have such an important relationship with Mephisto and I think Mephisto exists. Who is Mephisto though? My guess is Hayward, who's the director of Sword. on the show so i mean again you got to watch it do i think i spoiled the show for you no because i even i'm just spitballing i have no answers but what i do know is this i i do know for a fact that uh, doctor strange will show up in the final episode of the show because paul bettany plays vision fii 
he did an episode he did an interview with one of the dailies and uh, he said that the last episode is going to be really important and it was a very special moment for me as well because i got to shoot, i got to shoot with someone who i always wanted to shoot with but never got the chance to do it and he was referring to someone who was in who was in a past marvel movie and given the fact that this sets up doctor strange 2 i think Ma- doctor strange is going to show up there because because when you talk about realities when you talk about changing the narrative completely that doctor strange is all about that life and because there's no one else who's uh, better at it than this but there are still a lot of lingering questions in my mind and i hope they get answered in the next couple of episodes but here's what i think the first one being in the last episode uh monica rambo who's going to be in captain marvel 2 and she is a superhero in the comics as well and she gets her her dna is completely warped after she was thrown out of the westview reality by wonder so obviously if she goes back in she's her dna is going to be altered further and she is going to get her powers so wonder can do that but i still wonder how they're going to introduce mutants into the mcu because that is happening because kevin feige confirmed that deadpool is coming to the mcu so that's one so obviously the x men will follow suit i'm still confused about that the second thing being if for some reason they didn't do mephisto if it's just if this is just a way for them to tease us and that's again a real possibility what happens to the kids because she can't control the kids this is the thing she can't control her she can't control their powers she can't control she basically can't control their narrative as we've quite evidently seen in, on the show she has no control over them so that's the other thing the third thing is vision what happens to him i mean i'm assuming that everything goes back to normal westview becomes this whole reality the people break away from it by the time doctor strange comes on to the scene but what happens to vision because we saw that when vision tried to break out he was dying and he was completely dying so if you breaks out of it of course he dies so does that mean that this is an end this is the end for him i don't know i'm i'm still sort of confused over these questions let us know what you think about the episode and about wonder vision in general because we're not going to get a season 2 this is a mini series so and there's still a lot of questions le- that are left to be answered and i'm just excited about the direction that these guys will take well anyways that was an episode let us know what your th- thoughts are on the whole wonder vision situation L- reach out to us on instagram at the ineffable geeks we- we're available via every major podcast platform you know where we are but so just up on spotify or apple podcasts or whatever you listen to and do don't forget to tune in till then take care don't forget to wear a mask and see you soon ciao